Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. Broadcasting from the center of the galaxy on a very special Star Wars Day, May the 4th. This is Force Center, the big show, the main show, the superstar destroyer of our fleet, and the center of our Star Wars party today. This is the day that all fans across the world, and perhaps even in other galaxies, come together to celebrate the thing we love, and that is Star Wars. To do that with me, as always, is Joseph Scrimshaw and Jennifer Lenda. Bye. 
Yay! Yub nub. Yub nub, I say. Yub nub. I wanted to fly through a paper like, you know, they did at the, <laughs> in high school with the football players where they run through the paper. Were, were you a cheerleader, Jennifer? No, no. I was not. Really? I was like an emo kid. Really? Silently judging them all. Oh, I mean, yeah. I, that's what I was, too. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah, we for sure. It's your cheery disposition makes me think that you could have led some people in cheer. Yeah, no. Did I, you have, like, emo goth cheers that you said to yourself? Yeah, I guess. You know, oh, yeah. I would just That's totally, kind of just a spell, I guess. I, I, would, I would mock them. It was terrible. <laughs> uh, Joseph, I can't imagine. Imagine you cheering, but uh, I bet in your heart you uh, were, were happy to be there, right? Oh, I tried to be happy <laughs> to be there. I was happy to be near the young ladies that I wanted to date, and I would hey. try to impress them by merely being present. It takes more than that. It does take more than that. As, have I, as have I, I have continued to learn, <laughs> guys, this is a very important and special episode in the Force Center. Uh, uh, Portfolio, if you will. <laughs> the portfolio. Uh, the, it's the playlist. Business time. <laughs> it's business time. Oh, I love that song. Um, guys, number one, we're here to celebrate Star Wars. We do that every time we broadcast. But this is pretty special because this is has become the day that everyone looks to to openly celebrate Star Wars. Which, it, you know, there was a time that that wasn't a thing. We talk about that. Yeah. And there was a time, we've talked about this before in other episodes, where May the 4th wasn't a thing. Yeah. When did that happen for you guys, Joseph? When did you, like, really pick up on the fact that, like, oh, this is a thing now? May the 4th? Yeah. I would say really only a few years ago. Mm-hmm. I begrudgingly accepted it on Twitter, mm-hmm. and not the celebration of Star Wars. Hashtag Star Wars Day. Great. Right. I've always been in, in for that forever. But right. the fact that it was predicated on a pun. Yes. This was my own light side, dark side <laughs> challenge. Not a fan of puns. But I have I have just, uh, I've listened to Luke and I'm breathing. Breathing. Just breathing. Breathing. And I'm okay with the pun, so I can just be all in on celebrating Star Wars and say, you yeah. know what? That's fine. That's why we're here. Jennifer, May the 4th for you. What does it mean? It really means a celebration of not just hardcore fans, but now casual fans as well. People who don't, yeah. they, people love the pun. I, I love the pun. Oh, I know, I know. You know yeah, jo- I mean, yeah, Joseph and I kind of got pun issues, but you like puns. <laughs> I love puns. It's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, and when like my family members who are not hardcore Star Wars people are uh. like, oh, Star Wars Day. It's it's a fun celebration. Yeah, you know it is. Well, I was at a meeting the other day at work, and uh, our our line producer, who is uh, not in the nerd culture, works for Collider, but just just kind of like it, it's kind of nice to have someone who's like, I don't know your little superhero <laughs> movies. I'm just making sure the money works. And we were talking about May the Fourth, and she goes, Now why? Um, what's the significance of that date? And actually, it was refreshing to be like, You don't know. Yeah, mm. that's good. But yeah. yes, it's May the Force Fourth be with yes. you. It's how it is, and that is why we're here. So we got a lot to uh, celebrate. We're going to do some fun things today. Uh, return of one of our uh, more popular segments from the past, Finish the Fan Fiction. We got some questions from uh, the audience, and Jennifer's going to get us drunk. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is of... just our high school episode. Right. It really this is. is. <laughs> this is. Jennifer's going to get us drunk with one of her signature uh, YouTube videos, the one that uh, actually brought you into my life, because I was like... Oh on gosh. trolling around on Twitter like you do, Star Wars, Wookie Teenies, alcohol. What's going on here? Isn't that amazing? And, uh, full circle. Full circle. Full circle. Here we are. I've, I've yet to sip one, and this is a great thing, and that's coming later in the show. But first, Joseph, uh, we have got a big announcement. We've kind of been subtly teasing it and indirectly saying it, um, but it is time to make this big announcement, and I want you to say the, the wonderful words. Our Patreon 
has come to life. Yeah. <laughs> this breathes its first. As you are listening to this episode, it exists Can on the internet. feel it? <laughs> I am the Patreon. Yep. That's not a good quote, because the Patreon is all about sharing things together, <laughs> not taking sole control of things. But I didn't prepare my Patreon quote. Yeah. I will do that in the future. Uh, yeah, so we wanted to not only launch this on Star Wars Day, because mm-hmm. Star Wars Day, May the 4th, is this big day of communal celebration. We appreciate how much uh, our listeners are come in and celebrate Star Wars with us. Uh, but also, I think it's kind of special May the 4th to uh, our little Force Center group because May the 4th is the anniversary of when Jennifer and I met yeah. doing yes. uh, Jedi Alliance. Oh my That's gosh, right. full circle. Full circle. Yes. So many full circles. Uh, so, the Patreon. Yes. Let's talk about the Patreon. So, we want to break it down a little bit uh, for our listeners. Not only what is on our Patreon, but if you've never heard of Patreon, mm-hmm. what it is. Uh, I always try to describe Patreon as basically it's Facebook forever. And that's not really <laughs> the best pitch because it sounds a little scary. Uh, but it's just old school patronage. Uh, yeah. You can ask for a certain amount of money per thing you produce or per month. We're going to be asking for uh, money Monthly. per month to put out all of the podcasts and everything we do. But can you have a Patreon, too? How do you describe Patreon to people? What's your pitch? Yeah, for, I have a Patreon for the Namsuck Files, which, I'll be honest, was a test for this. Uh, we have been talking about this for a while, and I was like, let me really kind of dive in and see what's going on here. I was familiar with it. Um, but, yeah, I pitch it to uh, someone who's just, uh, you know, hey, I, I have a, a journey as a creator I want to go on. Uh, you seem to like some of the stuff I'm doing. How about you, you help me with that journey, and I'll continue to create. And then to also pull back the curtain and make you, the listener, part of my Knapsack Files creative process and what I do. So it's not just uh, fork over a dollar because I want to go to Vegas um, and I'm doing a podcast. It is a, this is the day and age that we're in. This is the day and age where, you know, we are all, uh, you have the ability, this isn't crowdfunding like something else that you do it and you go, we make a movie and we tip tip our hat to you. This is ongoing. This is continuous. And, and to me, it is, it is joining that journey. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what I love about it too is it is an honest relationship and in some ways a deeper relationship because Kickstarter <laughs> is like, make a thing. Yeah. And then that's just, that's cool. That's really cool and it's vital, but it yeah, is yeah. also just a sort of retail of you gave me the money yeah. to make the thing and now here's the thing and so what. But Patreon, I, I, I've had one for a while for my podcast, Obsessed. Mm-hmm. Thrilled to have one for Force Center, but it is so much about that just honest interaction of, you guys make a cool thing I like, so I'd like to support you. Mm-hmm. And the support will go to things like making more. Yeah. But also, I understand you guys like to eat and pay rent <laughs> and stuff. And that's not a once-a-project thing that you get to pay rent. Right. That's an everyday, every-month thing, paying rent. Right. Jennifer, what is your history with Patreon? Do you have any uh, uh, thoughts on how to pitch it? Um, you know, it reminds me of just uh, so many years ago with patrons of the arts yeah. and how whether you were a painter or a musician, a composer, whatever, and there would be patrons who would support you so that you were mm-hmm. able to continue pursuing those endeavors. And so, you know, the whole notion of the starving artist is very real. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> so, very, yeah, absolutely very real. And yeah. uh, I think we, we decided as a team, it's best to speak open and honestly about what we're asking for and what we're yeah. doing here. We're not just dropping this on the inter- internet and saying, uh, you know, uh, do what you want and yay, we're going to, you know, we're, we're 
we're, this is a humble asking, but yeah. also a realistic, because we have a lot of, uh, Force Center has seen a lot of growth in the last uh, just couple months. Yeah. Um, our numbers are up, and that helps us, and we want to do this more. And, like, I had the great opportunity to go to Star Wars Celebration, and, and, and you know, you guys, if we planned it out, maybe we could have worked it out. But, you know, there's some realities getting away, and we weren't able to. Well, we want to go as a team, and this is a kind of that step in that direction. Yeah. Where this mm-hmm. is the Force Center team. Uh, this is a Force Center brand, and it can go into a lot of different uh, areas and directions, and this is where it starts. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, if, if we have uh, more funds, we can uh, devote a little bit more time uh, to Force Center. We can travel. We can maybe make the shows fancier, maybe experiment with other mediums. There's all sorts of possibilities mm-hmm. that this opens up. Uh, but I want to get it specifically into re- the rewards, because yeah. this is an intimate, honest relationship. But there's still things you get. It's the best one I've ever had, Jeff. <laughs> oh, thank you, Ken. And this is before the alcohol, folks. Uh, afterwards, who knows? So uh, we, we wanted to keep it simple because we're already producing uh, a lot in a trap with Patreon. It's a trap. Yeah. Uh, can be like, hey, I'll promise you 8 million things. So we wanted to kind of keep it simple. Yeah, and, and the reason we're doing that is, it, just so you're aware, and, and you coached me on that for Napsack Files, so I try to keep it simple because you can promise as creators, uh, we'll build you a starship <laughs> and take you to uh, the, the moons of Bogdan, um, and it's not realistic, and then your experience as a Patreon, uh, a patron of this channel, uh, maybe won't be as fulfilling. You'll feel cheated or slighted or, you know, why, yeah. why, why am I supporting? You promised me things and you can't deliver. So we are not going to build you a lightsaber. We're going to, again, open up the creative process and uh, uh, share things with you guys. Although I do like the idea of making people really crappy lightsabers. I like mean, made out of wood with nails sticking out. Just like, really like, I made this for you. That can be an unlimited goal, though, you know? You sure. Uh, but for now, we have a $2 level. And at this $2 level, you are going to get a new patron-only podcast episode. Once a month, we are going to record a podcast uh, episode on the feed, well, it won't be on the feed, it'll be just to the patrons, uh, called Finish the Fan Fiction. And this is kind of an exploration of what we used to do on early episodes of the podcast. What we'll do is we'll write like a little short prompt of the beginning of a story. And then uh, instead of just sharing a few sentences of what happens next, we'll actually improvise it out and we'll mm-hmm. spin out a whole story. So if we get a prompt or we come up with a prompt that's a little story of BB-8 stealing Poe Dameron's jacket, then mm-hmm. we will take that and we'll improvise it and we'll run with it, kind of like Databank Brawl without yeah. the fighting. There probably will be fighting yeah, sometimes. There could be fighting, but yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. But they don't have to fight like on Data Bank Brawl. Yeah. So that'll come out uh, once a month, and everybody who contributes at $2 or more Mm-hmm. We'll have access to it. That's the only way you'll have access to it is, is through the patrons. Is through Patreon. that, and that's our that's our base love reward two dollars, and that that gets you something big already. Other channels might hold that off to the oh, end. Oh yeah, no, <laughs> no, no, you're on board. It's fun. We <laughs> haven't done finished uh, finish the fan fiction for a while, and you'll see it later today. But like Joseph said, this will be a bigger, uh, bigger, more broader attempt, and not just a couple lines. So Jennifer, you're gonna have to get your voices ready. I'm ready. Yeah? I am ready. Yes. Yeah, we heard your Sagrera a couple episodes ago <laughs> in the the fans, the listeners heard it too. They did. They enjoyed it. I will work on them. We know what Jennifer will become. You're perfect as you are, Jennifer. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so then our $5 level, uh, we're calling Attack of the Suggestions. Uh, So we always reach out to you, our listeners, for suggestions. You're great at giving them, but at this $5 level, what we'll do is every once in a while, we will send out requests through Patreon to patrons at the $5 level and above and get your questions that you'd like answered on the main show, as well as prompts for 
for the Finish the Fan Fiction episode, and uh, we'll still take general suggestions uh, mm-hmm. on our all of our social media, but if you're a patron at this level, we will for sure uh, take your questions. And it's important to uh, make that note, Joseph, that yeah, everything we are creating, everything that we have created, uh, will still continue to live out in the wilds. Uh, we're not taking anything back. You won't get yeah. Data Bank Brawl is now $20 a month. <laughs> um, trust me, I learned from helping to launch Screen Junkies Plus that that is very important to the people uh, that are support you because this is, there's a reason you're already here. So I want to make sure we will still take your suggestions. Absolutely. But this is more of uh, like I've even said on the Knapsack Files Patreon page, you're now kind of an executive producer with me. Let's make yeah. some decisions together. And that's what we're going to do. And then plus with the finish, the fan fiction, I think you guys uh, will enjoy uh, the newer expanded version that you'll really want to uh, make Jennifer do weird voices every month. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you get the weird voices at $2. <laughs> I'll just call that the weird voices level. <laughs> the weird voices level. <laughs> <laughs> at the $5, you help decide the voices. <laughs> that's right. There you go. Uh, and then our $10 level, uh, we've called the Force Center Follows Back. Uh, we will follow you back on Twitter from our official Force Center Twitter account. So uh, those are the only three rewards. We're really trying to keep it simple. We're trying mm-hmm. to keep the only bit of like actual additional content that we're making really accessible at a low level. Then we're uh, just trying to have reward levels where there's just a little bit of engagement uh, between uh, us and you, the listeners. Mm-hmm. Uh, any other thoughts on the rewards before we go to the goals? No, I like them, Jennifer. Me too. I'd sign this up. Is great. Yeah, I'll support <laughs> us. <laughs> oh, man. We could create a whole web. We uh, Patreon supporting each other. It's lovely. It's lovely. Uh, also going to keep it simple with the goals. We are yeah. starting with one goal. Our goal is 500 bucks a month. When we reach the overall goal of all of our patrons money adding up to $500 we will open a merch store uh, we are, will open it on T Public, and then we're going to make some fun t-shirts available some designs available you know you get a design then it's available for a t-shirt it's a mug it's a sticker it's a million things right and and that, that can actually come from you the listener out there you can help us design some yeah. of these shirts too and and mm-hmm. we have received some uh, designs come through every now and then and they're uh, they're cool uh, and we just didn't have a place to to put those designs or those thoughts or the suggestions from fans, and now that's what we're trying to do. And uh, you know, it takes a little bit. I've I've learned from working in the pro wrestling world when you you, you build some T-shirts that takes that takes some takes some capital. Yeah, and uh, that's what our first goal is. And Jennifer, it's uh, it's it's it'd be fun to see some stuff at, at conventions, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. To see you guys wearing uh, these T-shirts, and as you know, I love Star Wars T-shirts. So. You do. Don't <laughs> yeah. be basic. Yeah, don't, that's my shirt today. Uh, yeah. Don't be basic with some stormtroopers on it. And I have an extremely basic Star Wars shirt on that I got from Target that everybody has. So really, all of this is just an excuse for me to get some less basic Star Wars shirts yeah. from our own Force Center store on Public. The yeah. whole thing. Yeah. Uh, so that's kind of the big picture of what our Patreon is. The last thing I'd like to say about it, and then obviously, Ken, Jennifer, if you have any thoughts, uh, I've had my obsessed uh, Patreon for a while. I've been supporting other people out there. I know a lot of people on it. I think one of the, the really cool things to me about Patreon is the real it-takes-a-village perspective. Mm-hmm. So we are not looking for huge amounts of money per month. Like, if you have a strange superpower that when you cough, money comes out and you want to give us a lot of money, (laughs) we're not going to say no. Cough dollars. (laughs) Cough dollars. We're not going to complain if you're uh, Captain Cough Dollars. But... What we're really looking for is we're looking for $2 a month. We're even looking for $1 a month. We're looking for $0.50 a month. We're looking for a lot of our listeners to give just a little bit, and we'd much rather have a small amount of money per person and lots of people in the Force Center listening club. 
Right. That, that, that's, that's important to say. Uh, we we want a realistic uh, pr- uh, support from everyone out there. Uh, and if that is, uh, it is not, if that is not you yet uh, or uh, you're waiting through a uh, holiday season or tax <laughs> yeah. season, that's understandable. We're in that boat, too. But, yeah, Joseph, you're, you're right. We, we don't want you to, out there to uh, stretch too far. We want you to reach comfortably to help us. Yeah. Poor center. Reach comfortably. Reach comfortably. Yeah. <laughs> Jennifer, any final thoughts on our Patreon? Yeah, well, th- thank you guys if you do choose to support. And if you don't, that's okay, too. We appreciate you guys listening, um, chatting with us on Facebook and Twitter and all these other places. Yeah. So we just really appreciate you guys and that we're able to build this community together. Absolutely. Uh, Patreon's been great so far for the Knapsack Files. And the, the goal thing is really good because it's uh, also part of, uh, part of that transparency of what we're doing here, building this brand and uh you know equipment might be needed down the line yeah. mm-hmm. uh, there's realistic costs that go into this and i don't you know all of you out there understand that and know that we're all adults around here well i'm not the adult <laughs> uh, as i said to my friend this morning i need to go buy my comics and then record my star wars shows because i'm 41 but <laughs> um, a great time to be alive but that is the thing too there's a lot of brands out there there's a lot of star star wars discussion out there and the force center community has been so strong like i said on my spotlight star wars a couple uh, uh episodes to go uh, post celebration i loved shh kind of secretly that people at the collider <laughs> jedi council panel which i love that show i'll be a part of it would pull me aside to be like hey i really love force center Aww. that meant a ton to me and this is uh what we're so happy to build here with you guys and we're just gonna build it even bigger and stronger that's right we are the patreon yeah we are <laughs> do it <laughs> Do it. Um, and a, a part of that, you know, we got some uh, gifts, Jennifer. Here, that's part yeah. of uh, yeah. part of this uh, wonderful support we get from people out there. We wanted to share about. Yeah, share that. this is really really kind. A huge thank you to listener Brian Rohrenbacher, who sent us some Funko Pops mm-hmm. as well as a beautiful photograph with uh, some audio equipment and these pops representing us. That's great. So I uh, got the General Leia pop, mm-hmm. which was so. Touching. Oh, yes. Thank you. Yeah. And you guys? Uh, Joseph? I got the uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi, uh, the older Obi-Wan Kenobi, what I will now think of as the mall-ending Kenobi. <laughs> oh. Which I know it's I know it's, it's sad for us mall fans, uh, but, it, but yeah. good for us Kenobi fans. It's uh, it's hard to be a Kenobi fan without being a mall fan, so it's a torturous yeah. moment. But this is a beautiful little pop. Uh, I love that his lock of white hair is falling under his hood, and he just looks so noble and wise. Oh, that is true. I never so, really noticed that. It's yeah. Like his hair's, yeah, yeah. It's too unkempt to be kept under that hood. You know, he just doesn't. Uh, he doesn't care about the material things. He's yeah. a true Jedi. Thank you so much, Brian. This is. Uh, I, I will treasure this Obi Wan Kenobi. And uh, what Brian sent me, and this is great because you know I do have a lot of pops. You guys know that I have yeah. a lot of pops. But one of the pops I don't have is now in my hands. Brian has helped complete my collection, which is Admiral Akbar from The Force Awakens. Uh, which is uh, I love this Akbar because this Akbar he retired. He walked away. <laughs> he was going to go see some Mon Calamari operas, practice some of his martial arts that he likes, and suddenly his old friend Leia is like, come on out. And he's like, okay, I'll go help you. And he got a new vest and a new rank in the Resistance, and he was there once again to help everybody. And I love Akbar, and uh, this is great. Brian, this is great. You have, you have helped complete my Force Awakens collection. Oh, wow. So yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, thank you. Happy May the 4th, Brian. 
Absolutely, that is what we are about here, celebrating and sharing the joy with all of you guys out there and you sharing it with us. And uh, that is why I'm happy to announce this return of this segment, Joseph. Yeah. That has been, uh, it, it, it was uh, from uh, one of the, the first main episode we did, right? I think so, yeah. really early on, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it drifted away uh, because sometimes that's what happens in uh, programming. We, we change things up and try to give you guys something different, but it's time to bring it back. It is Finish the Fan Fiction. We have, uh, as it works, someone uh, writes a prompt on the team, or sometimes that's you guys out there, and then uh, we'll read the prompt, and then uh, as a team this time, though, Joseph, we're yeah. going to put together a little story. It used to be one little, t- or two little, three little, four little lines. Yeah. Now we're going to create a story. Oh, yeah, we are going to finish the hell out of this fan fiction more finishing than it probably needs yeah and uh, as always as as we used to in the old days we'll post it on our facebook page and you out there can finish the story yourself post a comment and finish the story and we'll read some of the better ones on air so joseph jennifer yeah got those voices ready oh yeah it's wacky voice time here we go all right this one's gonna it's gonna start normal but it, you never know where it's gonna go wow <laughs> Saw Guerrero wheezed as he tugged on his oxygen mask. <laughs> the dense, humid air on Yavin 4 never did sit well with the outlandish mm. rebel among rebels. But this was an important moment. He needed his two allies across the table to understand him, or they might just become foes. Saw took a long drag from his oxygen mask. Mon Mothma and Admiral Akbar leaned forward, ready to talk. But would they listen? Saw lowered his mask and said... Wow. It's got some ram- deep ramifications yeah. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Yeah. yeah. I think, Jennifer, you need to start as soccer. Okay. I think that just has to happen. All right. Okay. I'm not what I used to be. I've grown tired, but I still want to fight. Uh, yeah, Mon Mothma says, uh, yeah, I, I understand. We were, we were just going over uniform choices for the rebellion. We had a lot of different uniforms. We're trying to, you know, as we're getting closer to the possibility of actual war, we thought it'd be good if we had an actual uniform. And we were just looking at designs. I mean, it's good that you want to fight Saw, but, but we're just picking uniforms. I think at that point, Akbar would step in and be like, uh, we'll, we feel as though your hair is unkempt and unruly, and we're not fit with the standards of the new rebellion army. Oh, I gotta go work on this voice. Who are you? Who are you to to criticize my hair choice? And I think when Saw says that, I think some actual spittle comes up. I think like there is a big wad of uh, rebellion juice on the hollow table. Right, right, right. Right. And it's immediate. Is Joseph? Is it immediately tense now, or is Mothma going to try to use some diplomacy here? Yeah, I think I think my Mothma's already had like a really stressful day, and this Mm. was supposed to be the not stressful thing of just a bunch of people and the. From the intelligence side, have been bugging her about right. like, no, the soldiers should have some uniforms. She's like, fine, this is a thing that we can just get along about. So this, right. oh, her, she, no, she's always stands up very, very straight. Yeah, but now mm. she's getting like rigid, like right, right, tense, right. tense okay. right? So she's getting really tense, like, look, ah, uh, and she uh, pulls her her robe down over her hand and she wipes away oh, the bit yes. of spittle yes, uh, yes. Oh. from the hollow, and it, and it disrupts the image and it flickers. <laughs> <laughs> 
Look, Saw, uh, you make a lot of things tense that don't need to be tense. I feel like this is a simple decision of which of these three rebel uniforms do you prefer. And if we could, maybe we just take the vote. There's three of us. So let's just, maybe we should just vote. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Saw says, first of all, I hate gold. No gold. (laughs) Second of all, you're picking orange again. That color just doesn't work on all skin colors. I think Akbar's upset. He's just like, your decisions are crap. <laughs> Pick one. Saw so takes a deep breath. Go with the black and white. Um, uh, oh. Mon Mothman, this is rare for her to yeah. suddenly seem like she is being indecisive. Yeah. She's trying to hold back. Yeah. And she can't hold back. It explodes out of her. Just like, please, saw that's ridiculous. That is so like thematically appropriate for you. Everything is black and white. So even the, even the uniforms have to be black and white. This is ridiculous. And people in the yeah. in the hall in the Evan base are like, Dra- General Draven's starting to come around. Uh, General Jan Dodan is poking his head in. Yeah. And Akbar's like, you, that's ridiculous. <laughs> that is the, that is the color scheme of the empire. We're trying to change things. We're trying to go to a different sector, and that we cannot have. Black and white. That's ridiculous. That's crap. <laughs> I I think I need to get my tailor in here. Uh, Who's it, his tailor? Joseph? I think it's uh, I think it's two tubes. Two tubes. Okay. Uh, I think two tubes is uh, actually right. uh, has a great sense of design. Right. Uh, so I think uh, two tubes. Uh, it's a very dramatic entrance. A door opens way back in Yavin Base. Everybody turns that door. <laughs> Dero two tubes. Yeah, in two tubes. It, it's like he's on the runway. And when he oh walk, my gosh, he's modeling. Shane. And when he Ooh. walks in, you also hear the, the musical score. Yeah. Now it is hard to turn and strut and show off a really cool rebel uniform to that yeah. music, but yeah. he hits it. He hits it. it. When he hits the big boing, that's when he does his turn. Right. Mm. Uh, yeah. And he he is wearing this black and white uniform mm. that Sagrera had suggested. And yeah, it's like strange. It's like a, a sort of almost Art Deco. It's got like right. weird angles and lines to yes. it. It's right, right. Very striking and aggressive. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And Akbar Akbar doesn't take it. He's like, No, this is ridiculous. <laughs> we need to go with the dark blue over light blue over gray pants. It's a solid, <laughs> solid uniform, and it distinguishes us from uh, the look of the empire. Uh, I, I happen to agree with uh, Akbar. It also, uh, the, the gray and the blue, it's a lot of camouflage opportunities. Mm. It's a camouflage. If people wear this striking black and white uniform with the odd non-Euclidean angles, uh, many people will die. We change. <sighs> You people stuck in your ways. What will you become <laughs> if you keep going down the same color scheme path? <laughs> and I think at this point, Mon Mothma, what mm-hmm. she fears, what she knows will happen if there is not firm and decisive, democratic, yes, but firm yeah. and decisive leadership happens, mm-hmm. is everybody around the rebel base starts shouting out their opinions. Yes. General Merrick walks in, that looks atrocious. <laughs> I like the black and white colors. This is gold leader. I don't like that. Repeat, I don't like that. (laughs) This is red six. Why can't we be naked? 
it, nobody knows like that why yeah. all of these pilots have gotten to just yeah. making their own communication noises. They're not speaking <laughs> over any, <laughs> and, uh, any sort of radios. They just do that now. The old Red Five walks in. He's like, "Hey, this is Red Five. I'm lost. Where am I? What's going on? Where am I supposed to be? Oh, that uniform looks horrible." <laughs> So everybody's shouting their yeah. opinions, and now it's getting to be chaos. Yeah, mm-hmm. and there's one voice in the back that just goes, what is he suggesting? <laughs> yeah, it is not good. It is not good. Uh, so uh, Mon Mothma, yeah. she do, she yeah. has a space gavel. Yeah, mm. space gavel. Yeah, She doesn't take it out she, very she often. She takes control of the room again, Joseph? I think she bang, bang, bangs. Bang, bang, bang. Yeah, what do you do? You... She bangs, she bangs, she bangs. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, great. So she, she, so she, she takes control of the room. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So what does she say? She's like, quiet. Quiet, quiet. We will have democracy. Mm-hmm. Now, everyone is going to close their eyes mm-hmm. and vote. And because I trust Akbar, mm-hmm. Akbar is going to count. Right. He is going to see through his large, bulbous eyes. I mean that as a compliment, Akbar. No offense is taken. <laughs> and he, with the biggest eyes in the room, is the best to count the votes. I, myself, Mon Mothma of Chandrilla, will even close my eyes when I vote. Sounds good. Hurry this up. I have to meet with Radis for a drink later. <laughs> All right. So is Saw happy with this voting idea? He's reluctant. Two tubes is standing off awkwardly just in his... Hand on his hip? Exactly. Hand on his hip, waiting for this decision to be made. <laughs> there's voting music, too. <laughs> so everyone closes everyone their closes eyes. Everyone closes their eyes. Right. All right. So um, uh, the votes start coming in about uh-huh. the black and white uniforms. General Merrick, nay. Nay. Uh, yeah. Gold good. leader says nay. Mm-hmm. Red leader, he fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> He's not even sure. Garvin Drace, Dave yeah. Drace. Um, who else votes, Joseph? Oh, I think there's a blue leader there who is really pro blue uniforms <laughs> for obvious reasons. Uh, Captain Antilles and Bail Organa. Oh. They're there. What do they vote, Jennifer? I think Bail likes it. He likes the black and white? He likes the black and white. This is a change. Change is good in his mind, and he's ready. He's ready for this. I think you're great. I think Bail kind of mumbles, I will... I will tell my people that yeah. black and white should be the choice. I think R2 uh, is there. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and uh, Well, he's I, there for all the important events. Yeah, and I think he has a, a voting uh, <laughs> arm that comes out of his head. Yeah. 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 Uh, I think uh, I think Chopper is Chopper's there. there. Oh, and I think Chopper. Chopper cheats. I think he yeah. launches into the air, and I think he launches every appendage out. Right. What? To cheat. And to tries to get those... Extra votes. Yeah, he, yeah. yeah, he is farting his yeah. vote. Fart bot. <laughs> that's uh, that's the uh, the bumper sticker uh, in that galaxy. Fart what, the vote. Fart the vote. Like rock the vote. But uh, fart the vote. Uh, General Harris and Dula. Oh yeah. What do you think oh. she votes? Ooh. I, I say nay. I say nay too. Yeah. Because yeah. those colors, she likes bright colors. She loves yeah. bright yeah. colors. Bright primary colors. Yeah. <laughs> she yeah. wants it orange. Yeah. yeah she yeah. wants so the orange. She says no. So the votes going around. It's not. It's not looking good for the black and white uniform. So Akbar says, "That's enough." We have all the votes necessary. The blue uniforms are it. The black and white does not pass. Oh, no. What does Saw Gerrera do? Ah, what does he do? What does he do? I think, first of all, he kind of throws down his his oxygen mask, which is just not smart. Dangerous. It's no. dangerous. They know. Yeah. He slowly stands up. He's been sitting this whole time, huh? Oh, yeah. He's been sitting. He's been sitting. He slowly stands up. And I think that he actually takes off whatever he was wearing. He kind of like like strips. Oh, his big armor thing? Yes, exactly. His chest thingy? 
to reveal <laughs> a black and white uniform. Mm, wow. Just to show how committed he is to this. Mm-hmm. Kind of like mm-hmm. superhero-like, you know? Right. Right. I don't know what this does. <laughs> this is- Akbar says, that's not necessary. The vote has been counted. I'm meeting riders for drinks. Hurry up. <laughs> What's Saw's message? I think what's important is that we all wear what we feel comfortable in. He's right, you know. What do you say suggesting? Yeah, it's good. Yeah, and Mon Mothma looks down at the white robes Mm -hmm. that she has been wearing for literally decades. (laughs) The same white robes. Yeah, yeah. And feels a a pang of hypocrisy. That's what she wears. That's what she's comfortable in. She has no other outfits. Yeah. And, And she realizes that she's being a little bit of a hypocrite, but Order must prevail. Yeah. Democratic order. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I think she bangs her little space gavel Mm -hmm. and says, this meeting must be adjourned. It is adjourned. Meeting adjourned. Akbar gets up, walks away. Uh, Everyone starts to to move away from uh, the... uh, So the Captain Antilles goes back to the blockade runner and says, we're we're going, looks like we can wear what we want. What does that mean for us? And the uh, young senator in front of him says, hope. (laughs) <laughs> for us to wear comfortable battle gear. Uh, Bail Organa, uh, he, he gently presses his fist down on the on the on his <laughs> lectern in front of him out of frustration. Uh, he really wanted he liked the black and white he uniform. Loved the black and white uh, uniform. Everyone everyone moves there. away except for Mon Mothma and Sagrera mm. are facing each other. Mm. This might be the final time they speak. Mm. What happens between the two of them? He looks at her wearing his black and white uniform, and he just says, Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Von Motha stares at him. She really takes him all in. She can see how, like, how heavy it is for Mm -hmm. him to breathe. Yeah. Uh, you know, and he's, he's he's looking a week without his armor, and she remembers how damaged he is. Mm -hmm. Uh, and she says, "Uh, I remember a message that has been passed to me. I've I've heard the Jedi speak of it in the past. I've heard Bail Organa recite it to me that our truths come to us from a certain point of view, and it it occurs to me, Saw, that I sometimes don't understand your point of view. And she reaches down to his oxygen mask, Mm. and she says, May I? (gasps) May I feel what you feel? May I breathe what you breathe? Wow. Go ahead. And uh, she puts it to her face. <laughs> and she releases. And she realizes it's not just oxygen. It's never been just oxygen. There's a little bit of uh, what is known in the galaxy as recreational Tabana gas. In there. Oh, boy. oh, boy. A little bit of what keeps Saw Gerrera going. Yeah. And for once, yeah. Mon Mothma does not judge. Ah. And they part their separate ways. And that is, my friends, since the Star Wars land, the true canon story <laughs> of how Saw Gerrera and his rebels parted ways with the Rebel Alliance proper. <laughs> this event took place uh, months before uh, the events of Rogue One. And that is where you found Saw at the beginning. Right. Not in a black and white uniform. He couldn't bear couldn't bear to wear it, but 
It was a sweet moment between two old friends and yeah. two old colleagues. Mm. It, was yeah. it was beautiful. That is a wow. beautiful story, guys. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you, Ken. Great prompt. That that great was, prompt. That was fun. great there. We, we oh. finished the hell out of that fan fiction. finished the hell out of that fan fiction. So we're going to post the, the, the prompt on our Facebook page uh, after the conclusion of this episode. You guys can contribute and finish the fan fiction any way you want. You could make it a serious fan fiction story. Have wild, crazy fun with it. Uh, whatever. We love to hear from you and we'll read some of our favorite ones on a future episode of Force Center and then again finish the fan fiction will be a monthly show on Patreon that you can help support and uh, hopefully learn more about the true stories of Star <laughs> Wars canon true stories <laughs> now it is almost time to drink oh, oh yeah we deserve it so we've mentioned this before Jennifer we've mm-hmm. talked about it um, I talked about it at the top of the show but I want to know a little bit about the history of how you stumbled on to making Wookiee teen, Wookie teenies on the internet. You know, it was around the time of the Star Wars holiday special, so it was, you know, November-ish. Okay. And I thought, I want to come up with a Chewbacca cocktail. Mm-hmm. What, would, what would remind me of him? So I thought something perhaps sweet... But okay. with a little bit of punch to it. <laughs> this is great. Right? It's great. So uh, I came up with this, basically it's kind of similar to a, a white Russian slash chocolate martini. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, in the video on my YouTube channel, mm-hmm. I did a, a chocolate bandolier. I am sorry, I'm not doing that with you guys No, that's today. fine. Let's that's just fine. get right to the alcohol. Okay. Well. <laughs> and, uh, so would you like for me to say the steps and then I'll yeah, go yeah, off yeah. and yeah. So do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So live on air here, right. as we're recording, Jennifer's going to make some bookie for us mm-hmm. uh, as we discussed. But yeah. Uh, what goes into this, Jennifer? Well, first you want to start by uh, chilling your martini glass in the refrigerator mm-hmm. or the freezer for a few minutes. And we have done that, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then you uh, take some chocolate syrup and just swirl it into the glass. And you kind of want to make it look like Chewy's strands of hair. <laughs> that's, that's totally appetizing. <laughs> That's what I thought when I first saw Chewbacca. I want to drink that. (laughs) Delicious. Wookie hair. (laughs) So you do that. Then you're going to take a cocktail shaker. You fill it halfway up with ice. And super easy. Uh, You take one shot of vanilla vodka, two shots of creme de cacao, uh, two shots of chocolate liqueur, and then two shots of half and half. And you just shake it just a few times and then strain it into your martini glass. And there you go. These are all things I like. Yeah. <laughs> They're all things I like. So, so um, yeah. Uh, you are going to make one right now. I am. And while Joseph and I kind of talk through it and talk over it and have some fun here, uh, I think sure. this is great uh, uh, to see this uh, in person, Joseph. Yeah, yeah, to see the magic happen. That's so yeah. many kinds of chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> I know, yeah. right? Yeah, it's very decadent. Um, Joseph, is, is there, uh, you're a fan of alcohol. I do like uh, alcohol. Uh, like, uh, is there any, uh, any other time in your life where you're like, I... I would like to drink uh, a Star Wars-themed uh, a beverage. Have you ever wanted that? Yes, always, almost always. Like, uh, I, I'm lucky to have some some Star Wars drinkware here and there. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I watch Doctor Who, I've got a Doctor Who glass that has oh. my seal of Rasslon on it. Okay. And I really, like, I like, I drink beer, and I, I will drink like, hey, it's just I'm I'm at lunch, and maybe I'll have a beer or whatever. Right. But I really like. I, I've been enjoying cocktails a lot because they're an event drink, right? Yeah, yeah. You and I share love of those kind of drinks. Yeah. So I feel like, especially when I'm watching something, mm-hmm. I really like having something that's like, if it can be like themed to it. Right. Like now that I know how to make a teeny, or rather now that Jennifer has shared how, and my wife will kindly <laughs> make it for me so I don't, I'm not good at making Yeah, cocktails. and to be clear, the, 
That is not some kind of proclamation from Joseph. That is a admission of a lack of skill. Yes. <laughs> I made a cocktail for Sarah once uh, as a joke uh, when we were early when we were dating. Uh, yeah. the, I knew she was a very healthy person. Right. So I was like, I can find a way to make a healthy drink. And I got sure. some like fiber supplements <laughs> and like some health, I think some, uh, what is that, vitamin juice, the vitamin water. <laughs> vitamin water. Some vitamin water and some flaxseed and a bunch of vodka. And like, I tried. That's not a thing. I stirred it, I think, with celery. How thick was this? Oh, way thick. Thicker than it should be. Yeah. I, yeah in fact, it, you know, it was very soupy. And then I was Ooh, like, these are not you things know, I want to drink. I just need to add more straight vodka. Sure. So, uh, yeah. The point being. Point being, you're, you, you ended up marrying this woman. Yes. And so she has a, uh, a great heart. Yes, she has a great heart. <laughs> and she kindly makes me cocktails. So, yeah, I'd love to figure out more themed drinks so I can yeah. have that, like, one special drink. Yeah. Like this one. Wookie teeny, the next time I rewatch The Force Awakens, yeah. it'll be perfect. This exactly. Have you ever have you ever watched Star Wars Hammered? Oh yeah. I have not. You know what's funny? I have not. Yeah, Jennifer, have you? Um a little tipsy. A little tipsy. A little tipsy, yeah. Jedi. I'm di- you know I'm di- I got I'm dying to see Landa tipsy. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I want to yeah, that's got to be a yeah. little different. But so you Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner 3 days in a row, dreaming of something better? Well, hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. 
What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. You've watched it hammer, Justin? Yeah, but just in not like, hey, you know what is my plan for the day? <laughs> right, right, <laughs> right, right, right. I'm going to get smashed. Come on, start. <laughs> oh, the shaking uh, is Jennifer happening. is shaking away. She's... Uh, She's she's good at this. Yeah. She's really oh, good. Oh man, this. it takes the strength of a Wookiee. Right. Yeah, it does. To shake that. Oh, this is uh, it's beautiful. Yeah. So I I, uh, I think we've discussed on the Napsock Files yeah. your your beautiful frozen pizza episode that we yes. did together. There was a time in my life where I would come home from work mm-hmm. or hanging out with buddies, and I would have a frozen pizza and watch whatever I watched. And I owned I think seven VHS right. tapes. Right. Right. So I would watch Star Wars just because. This is what I do. Right. Now, there's... Uh, the, there's one. That's one. Okay. Yeah. I think we should wait until everybody Yeah, we'll wait till. Okay. Well, but that looks... So, so, I know this is audio, and we're having fun with this. Uh, and again, if you want to see the actual video of this, Jennifer's YouTube page has it. Uh, you can see her with all her... Uh, uh, her, her beauty and skill making Wookiee teenies for you all. Uh, but describing here, this uh, Joseph, how do you d- describe that to a listening audience? What's in front of you? What I see. Oh, this is beautiful. It is a very subtle chocolate. It's like yeah. you wouldn't know it had that much chocolate in it because right. it is very. It's very light. Uh, it is. Uh, you know, it, it looks a little Dagobah like. Yeah, yeah, the, the, yeah, a frothy Dagobah. A frothy Dagobah. It looks like uh, the creature that uh, swallowed R2 could be right floating in this glass. <laughs> a little hump <laughs> coming over it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it looks like a swamp, but very, very appetizing. Yes, it, an yeah. appetizing swamp. Yeah, because you can see the chill on the glass. The glasses were well chilled. Yeah, yeah. Je- Jennifer, when did you uh, find that you're good at preparing fun treats and drinks? Um, you know, I was a many years right. and a bartender for a few years. And I what? Just, yeah. So I just used to have fun with it. I was like, how can I combine Star Wars with, with my day job? <laughs> and, 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 you know, nowadays that would be, you know, I know you've, you've, you know, you know, you've probably been a few years since you bartended, but nowadays that would be, you know, we see the scum and villainy cantina. We always, if we actually, if you had like a sci-fi bar that opened, yeah. uh, you know, not just Star Wars, but everything, Doctor Who, um, Lord of the Rings, Star Trek, all that kind of stuff. That could, this is where you know Jennifer could could run that. Uh, uh, wow, what's going on over there? I just accidentally <laughs> added an extra shot. So uh, oh, that, that's fine. That'll be yours, Jennifer. <laughs> no, <laughs> okay. No. If there's an extra shot, oh that's goodness. probably mine. Oh <laughs> and this one does not have as much ice, so watch out. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So this is the Trixie one. That. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yes. The false and Trixie one. Yeah. This is great. So uh, she's pouring some stuff in here. So Ken, you yeah. obviously you love Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, have you ever considered wanting to be? A Star Wars bartender, like you were discussing, because I think your skill set lends itself to bartender. Uh, yeah, you know what? If I if I uh, ever lose my gigs, I think uh, I think I might look at the world of bartending. But I don't want to bartend at some fancy schmancy place. I would like to be the Wu-Hair yeah. of the modern. I go sometimes to this place in. Uh, have you been ever been to Smokehouse? The Smokehouse. Uh, no, I know what it is. Okay. It's- 
It's a great classic restaurant yeah. in L.A. George nice Clooney cocktails. goes there. Uh, actually, uh, La La Land was filmed yep. there. That's where a lot of people know it now. I've been going there for years. There is a bartender in there. He looks like um, Joe Don Baker. <laughs> Uh, and Wu Hair. He looks a little bit like yeah. Wu Hair. He just needs the brown smock. Yeah. And that's the kind of bartender I would be. Just spinning Star Wars stories. What do you have? Like that kind of thing. That's the kind of bartender I'd be. Yeah. Now, if you were at a, not not in the Star Wars galaxy, but you were mm-hmm. at a, a real bar that was a Star Wars friendly bar and everybody mm-hmm. just kind of knew it was like a Star Wars speakeasy. Or, <laughs> you know, you said Wu Hair and you got in. You got in. Uh, and people kind of knew that they could not only get a drink from you, but they yeah. could talk to you about if they're having a hard time in life, but they could talk to you a little bit about Star Wars. Yeah. Would, would you like to be the chatty bartender, the bartender who's like, what's your problems, bub, and then throws the towel over his Abs- shoulder? Absolutely. I think that's, I think essentially podcasting is just bartending without the booze. And now and we're sometimes nailing it. it's the booze, <laughs> as we have learned even on Databank Brawl, too, and the Napsock <laughs> Files as well. But yeah, I think I'd be that kind of guy. And I'd love to spin Star Wars stories into helpful anecdotes for people to get through the tough parts of life, you know? Right. Like, you know what your dating situation <laughs> yeah. is like? Yeah. It's just like when Luke got Jennifer, put into Jennifer's already drunk over there. Yeah, but it's it's. Is she sneaking shots over my shoulder? What is yeah. going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh gosh. Hang in there. Hang in there, Landa. Yeah. Uh, but you're yeah. So like yeah, saying like Luke dating is to Luke over the Sarlacc. Yeah, like creating your Star Wars metaphors. Yes. Like what would that be like? You know, sometimes it just seems like life wants to put you in a big gaping maw in the desert. <laughs> But you know what? Sometimes there's a buddy there with a lightsaber. This is right. a terrible metaphor for dating. Terrible metaphor for dating, absolutely. <laughs> but it would work. You know, like, oh, you're feeling down. Well, let, me, let me tell you the story of Paplu. Yeah. The Ewok that stole a speeder bike. <laughs> he didn't wake up that day wanting to be a hero. We, Some of us just uh, don't think the opportunity to be a hero is going to arise. Yeah. But then suddenly you find yourself on the speeder bike with three biker scouts chasing you. And you got the fate of the rebellion in the... In your paws. Yeah. Sometimes you just got to do something a little rash. Just be your own furry friend and do something a little rash. Friend has done something a little rash. All right. So we are almost to Wookie teeny time. Oh, here. this is amazing. All right. So which, All right. I know that one's Joseph's. Which one has the... Uh, so this one has a little bit more ice. That one has okay. uh, the extra shot. Yeah. That one over to oh, okay. me here. So, so that's the Wookie teeny with, uh, with a lift ride home. Yes, 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 it's yes. as the other one. Okay. Oh, man. This is going to be yeah, good here. Mine this, stayed frothy. Oh, so we're this is a, as a cheers is cheers. happening. Ding, ding, ding. ding if you're ding, listening ding. at home, please cheers this away. Is, this is a seminal moment in my life. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Oh, that's nice. Oh, that tastes just like the shores of Kashyyyk. Wow. Yours is probably really strong. Oh, it is. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Mm. You, you know what? This, this tastes like not lying. Not lying. Not lying because it is a chocolatey cocktail. Mm-hmm. The chocolate hits you first. Mm-hmm. But it's not one of those like, oh, I'm 19 and don't really know how to drink yet. And I, no. it just tastes like chocolate. And there's alcohol. There's no hiding. No. The yeah. alcohol is right there, loud and strong, like Chewbacca's roar. <laughs> <laughs> I feel right now like when Han Solo took the bowcaster in Force Awakens and shot those stormtroopers <laughs> and said, you know, Nice gun. Yeah. Like, I like this. Great. I like <laughs> this. Yeah. Oh, good. Oh, good. <laughs> mm. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, uh, now, all I had to eat today was a salad. Me too. So I can already feel my brain rattling around. Jennifer, that's great. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's, oh, good. Yeah, this is really, really good. Yay. So uh, in an earthly, um, you mentioned white Russians. I'd say it's similar to a white Russian. Right. 
and texture uh, and tone and a little bit of definitely tone uh, mm-hmm. taste, but um, it has uh, it has that punch, like you said. Mm-hmm. It is it is it is a loyal co-pilot <laughs> that will rip your arms off. Yeah, <laughs> I am of definitely side. gonna lose at Dejeric <laughs> after drinking this for sure. Oh mm. my goodness! Uh, so yeah. there's a nice floral quality to it too. It's not like it's not overly heavy, which is right for Chewbacca. Right, he's, he's mighty, he's strong, but there's a kindness to him. And there's oh, this drink is very kind. It's a very kind <laughs> drink. I am happy. Good Seriously, I mean, it was uh, probably almost um, three years ago I saw your video. Three years ago. So I have not had a Wookiee teeny. It's wow. been in my, my brain for three years. Ah. So this is actually cheers again. Yay. Cheers. You're, yeah. you're uh, a, a, mm. a, a wonderful Star Wars voice and a now a Star Wars bartender. Ah. Yes, thank you very much, Jennifer, for thank everything. You. And for Perfect. this Wookiee teeny. My Perfect goodness. to celebrate databank. Uh, well, uh, it's already hit. No. I was thinking. No. I was thinking we're probably going to record some data bank ba- data bank brawls today. Oh we sure are, Ken. Sure, we sure Let me are. tell you guys a little Star Wars story. Okay. Let's start probing that shield. <laughs> wow. What have we become? <laughs> yeah, I feel like a little bit. I, I my brain feels like Beezer Fortuna looks. That's <laughs> how it feels. Your leku are desiccated already. Beezer, Beezer, and the oh. desiccated leku. That's oh awesome. Ooh, well, shall we head into some fan questions? Yes, yes. absolutely. We're going to close Time. out today's show with some wonderful fan questions. Uh, as always, you guys can reach out on Twitter, uh, Facebook, and very soon, uh, actually, as of today, Patreon with some uh, fan questions. But uh, Joseph, we got some fun broad ones right now and some list ones yeah. that my brain's going to be uh, challenged to yeah. come up with right now. We got right. some digging deep ones and yeah. we're deep into the eight cups of vodka. Is it eight cups of vodka? <laughs> no, we'll uh, yeah. We, yeah, we tried, tried to grab mostly fun ones. This is, yeah. a, this is a day of fun. Oh, this is a fun one. Yeah. <laughs> this is a day of fun or day of frun as I'll probably say in a second. Just saying it wrong. Uh, so we have some mostly serious questions or mostly fun questions and one serious one. The first one is from Jeff Holdsworth on Facebook, and Jeff asks, if you had to live your life as one non-human Star Wars species, which one would it be? Aqualish? <laughs> and I just want to say, like, uh, <laughs> Jeff, I believe sent this in on Facebook where we have more room. On Twitter, you know, we're, mm-hmm. we're contained. But Jeff, I love the construction of this question. It's a great, broad, open-ended question, but then you just offer Aqualish? <laughs> like, maybe to you, maybe to you, Jeff, that's the obvious answer. Maybe not. Maybe that's just the, the uh, first mm. species that popped mm. into your mind, as it often does for mine. Uh, but, Jennifer, mm-hmm. do, you, do you have an answer locked and loaded in your mental bowcaster? This is, this is a tough question. Um, I, I would actually probably say Wookiee, uh, just because they are kind people, but I love that strength. Being able to, you know, rip someone's arms off <laughs> if I wanted to is kind of a great benefit. Uh, but they also have a great fa- family life as well as we saw on the holiday special. Mm-hmm. So, mm, you know, and they're excellent at, at technical things. And so yeah. not just all brute strength. Yeah, they have a civilization and they, they have uh, uh, morals and rituals, right? Of like Absolutely. life debt. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. You become locked with someone. Uh, Ken, do you mm-hmm. have? Yeah, I'm looking at a couple of choices. Uh, my, my, like when, you, when Jeff suggests Aqualush, I think of some kind of uh, you know, the funnier aliens or the more alien yeah. aliens. Uh, but I, I went to Zabrik. Yeah. Whoa. Which, again, that's more of a not. It's, 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 
it's human like, right. and so mm-hmm. um, I feel that's a little bit of a cheat. So I'm going to pull off that. The reason I'd go that is, uh, is it seems they're always in really good shape. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they, uh, I, I, I kind of, I like goth girls, so they're hanging around <laughs> with the Night Sisters. Right. So you know, maybe that will work out. <laughs> the um, Night Sisters are often cruel to them. <laughs> yeah, they're often cruel. <laughs> it's just like my normal life. Um, but I, I will say, I, it's, it's no secret I have an affinity for Amaratus and Amarakbar. Uh, why not be Amon Calamari? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, they They can... seem like good leaders. They have strong family. They have like 60 eggs they have to raise. Um, and uh, they're, they're well respected by everybody. And they, they appreciate the arts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They can get around because they function just fine yeah. in oxygen and in water. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And always, they always have, seem to have good trousers. <laughs> good, I'm looking at one of them now on this uh, The good solid trousers cuffed uh, uh, good and then you know Radis one of the things I like about Radis is he his pants he's got like BDU pants battle dress uniform pants and he's yeah. got, which are the most comfortable pants I own ah. I own a pair of blue BDUs much like Radis so I'm already there you're yeah I'm halfway there you're halfway wow. there I'm pants there yeah oh that's great uh, of you you love weird little alien species I do and I you know I went through a very similar mental process of oh what are some funny joke answers I don't want to be an aqualish because I think they bleed really easily I, that, mm-hmm. uh, that's my headcanon of why Ponda Baba is so bloody after his arm gets Right. cut off. He's just, he, they're bleeders. <laughs> I don't want to get a paper get cut a and bleeder. die. Uh, and, and I thought of maybe the uh, Besilisk, mm. which is the species of Dexter Jetster mm. and Pong Krell from okay. the, the Clone Wars. I just thought like, oh, yeah. if you're going to be something weird, why not have forearms? Mm. You know, it's a lot of, Seems convenient. A lot of mm. career diversity. And then I thought, you know, <laughs> maybe, maybe what I'd like to be is uh, whatever Yoda and Yaddal are, because I think if I instantly became oh, that, I would have to know what it is. Oh. Yeah. That's great. So that was a good one. But then I admit, Ken, I did the opposite uh, from you, is mm-hmm. then I went honest of like, well, okay, yeah. those are the, the fun, uh, weird, non-human. But then I was like, I want to give a real answer of what species do I think I'd look cool? Oh. <laughs> and I went for uh, the Miralin. Mm. Which is what uh, Barris Afi and Luminar oh. on Dolly are. Oh, okay. Wow. I don't know. Uh, listeners, feel free to, to let me know. I don't know if we've seen a male of the species. Right. They got hmm. little face tattoos, right? They got mm-hmm. face I mean, I tattoos. I don't know if they're face tattoos or that's just natural markings there. I don't yeah. Know. Here's here's what it came down to. I almost went Syrian, which is what Kiati Mundi is. And then I was just like, you know what? I mm. want hair. Hmm. Yeah, no, I want hair, and it and looks that, like a Dan Aykroyd character. <laughs> yeah, it really does. He, he is the Conan of Star Wars, Yeti uh, Mundy. So yeah, that's, they got the they have a, a style, an interesting style of dress. They are uh, very sensitive and intuitive, and they've got cool face tattoos. There you so go. I'm all in for that. I like, I like that. Yeah. All right. Great question. Great Jeff. question, Jeff. Uh, and next question. Comes, and I'm assuming Jeff, by the way, sorry, would is he's he's got Aqualish. Posters in his wall. <laughs> I have seen yes, Jeff, send pictures. Yeah, please. Your Ponda Baba back tattoo, we want to see. Uh, thank you for the great question, Jeff. Uh, uh, Jeff sends in a lot of great questions. He's a great listener. Thank you very, very much. Uh, from Twitter, another listener uh, who sends in great questions. At uh, Ventress87, where would you like to explore slash live in the Star Wars universe? For me, explore Vader's castle, live 
Ewok treehouse. Mm, great right. answers. Uh, I, I'll, I can go first this time and then uh, and pitch to you guys. Yeah, because so, I'm finishing my drink. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ken, you know, you know Jennifer can't make another, right? Oh, it's gone. It's gone, everyone. Wow. That's impressive. That's the reason I'm the drunk movie fights champion. <laughs> uh, excellent. So I decided that I would like to live on Cloud City. Ooh, great. That's a great answer. Choice. Yeah, because obviously there are families there. We see them mm-hmm. running for safety mm-hmm. when the Empire... I don't want to live there when the Empire's there, but yeah. I think that kind of goes without saying yeah. <laughs> for all locations. <laughs> right. I don't right. want to live under tyranny. But I was just being really honest with myself. You always got a nice, beautiful view. Mm. I'm a very urban person, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. there's no... Uh, as much as we make fun of sand... Anakin's damn right. Right. I don't want sand everywhere on yeah. Jakku or Tatooine. Cloud City's got a nice contained society. Mm. I bet they have so many nice malls there. I like malls. Oh, mm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Me too. <laughs> Not Darth Malls. Shopping malls. Shopping malls. <laughs> Shopping. The other malls. <laughs> the other malls. Uh, and then visit, uh, I would like to go to the Jedi Temple slash seat of the Empire on Coruscant. Mm-hmm. In the like uh, uh, Force Awakens era, yeah. when Ooh. I think it has to have been turned into a museum. Yeah, ah. I have worked at museums and historic houses. My wife works as uh, mm. yeah. administrator of uh, historic houses. Uh, she currently works at Greystone here in Los Angeles, and I love I love interpretation. I love okay. it when you go to a place that is steeped in history, and then they have little displays. And yeah, you have tour guides who take you through. So I would love to get a guided tour of the Jedi Temple and the seat of the Empire, and they could be like, here's the statue that Palpatine ripped down. It's so sad. Here's an here's a example of what it used to look like. And then you can be like, oh, it's too bad. Right, right. Yeah, that. those are great answers. Cloud City's great because, uh, you know, playing Battlefront like I do, the Bespin DLC pack, uh, you get to really walk around Cloud City. Oh, yeah. And shoot and fight and all that kind of stuff. And it is it is one of, that's why I still love this game, because it really, you just, you're on the planet, you're on the city, I should say, and you could see that it's it's got some uh, Battlestar Galactica 1970s era comfort. Ooh, it yeah. just looks like the future. Like it that. is and comfy. It, yeah, and it's good. It's, and it's big. That's a big city on top of that thing. Yeah, it's yep. a city. It's not Cloud Town. Yeah, it's not Cloud Village. <laughs> Cloud, Cloudville, yeah. Uh, I like great. that answer. Jennifer? Yeah, I would say to visit... Yeah, Bright Tree Village, of course. Oh, just to mm. visit. Just to visit. I, because I, I mean, there's some concerns of living there. there. I could not live in a hut yeah. for that long. You know, <laughs> right. it's fun to go and explore and eat their roasted meat. Mm-hmm. Um, right, but then you're like, Ewoks, where are your martini shakers? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not going to be eating around a campfire all the time. <laughs> right. It's like camp, non, you know, constant camping. So yeah. that, that would be fun. But I would like to live on Coruscant. I've, yeah. I've really come to grips with that. Uh, I think that it's it's like New York. A lot of choices to dine there. Some great bars. Mm. Um, it's very futuristic. Yeah. With those speeders whizzing by. Yeah. Um, there's just a lot to see there. Are you an urban person, too? I am an urban yeah, person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean... Well, living in Los Angeles, you might assume that, but I know a lot of people that aren't that are here by choice or, mm. or by not by you know career more than choice. Yeah. And so, yeah, I'm like that too. I want to live downtown places yeah. or you know mix mixed use is good for me. Exactly. Yeah. When you use. can walk to things, yeah, that's right. so great. Uh, now, would you want to be 
upper crust all the way on the top of the planet? Ooh, or yeah. would you want to be down in the depths? Or would you want to be in that sweet spot somewhere in between? Somewhere in between. So mm-hmm. I could mm-hmm. go to the depths. It's like here. Right. You know, I want to be able to visit downtown, <laughs> but I don't want to have to live there. You right, know? right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like D- a, DTLA is uh, yeah. a lot better than it used to be, but yeah, it's, yeah, still, it's still DTLA. There's still some, some rougher areas. Yeah, so, you yeah, know, yeah, I can yeah. go check it out, go to the garment district, and then uh, hightail yeah, it out of there. Yeah, to, back yeah. home to your Wookiee Titties. Right. So level thir- okay. 13, 13. Just to visit for a little bit. So live there, mm-hmm. uh, but but explore Bright Tree Village or, or Endor, or the moon of Endor in general. Yeah, I would love okay. that. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, would you want a cabin there? Would you want to, like, summer oh, on Endor? That would be fun. Yeah. That would be fun. Yeah, a great little summer, little Ewok summer camp. For yeah. Kids. They got to mm-hmm. have a lake. <laughs> My daughter would love it. Uh, that would be fun for the whole family. You know what? Yeah. That's a great idea because I, I have a friend, uh, a guy named Tom, who, who runs uh, Tom Sawyer Camps for Kids. <gasps> it's a long-running camp and everything. Very successful. We draft our fantasy baseball team at their offices every year. Um, I'm going to pitch to him that one uh, week of it is uh, an Ewok-themed. Uh, you have huts and oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. You know? Yeah, you know yeah. what? Yeah, you teach the children to throw rocks. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys remember <laughs> at Disneyland they had the canoes? Absolutely. Right? So they should do that with Star Wars Land, yeah. where you could do some sort of Ewok theme kind mm-hmm. of canoe experience. Why not? I could see like, that. You know, like the tree houses yeah. or the whatever. Canoe, the canoes aren't running, uh, haven't been for a while. They but haven't been that for whole a while. area shut down because of Star Wars because Land. So maybe. As they're building it. Mm. Um, all Good right. answers. Ken, how about you? You know what? Ventress 87, this is a great question. You know, we've been asked this in various other places before, and I always answer Naboo. I'm going to change that answer in honor of Ventress uh, celebrating us with uh, us here on May the 4th. I did finish that drink. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, in terms of exploring, I, I love the idea of Vader's castle, but there's something that fascinates me about uh, Mustafar. Oh yeah, yeah just Mustafar in general. Mm-hmm. Now I don't like heat. Oh, yeah. but there's something every time uh, I watch Revenge of the Sith, I'm like, there's people there working. Yeah, <laughs> there's creatures and robots working. Yeah, who's working there? <laughs> Why is that? And that facility looks pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. And mm. again, Battlefront Two, the original Battlefront Two, about ten, twelve years ago now. Um, that level on Mustafar was fun to play on, and it seemed kind of cool. So I'd like to explore there, knowing that Vader Vader's castle is there in that area overlooking uh, where he became Darth Vader, essentially. Um, there's something about Mustafar I'd like to figure out. I'd like to explore. Gotta be a lava miner's bar. Right. Where they go, and you could be the bartender there. Yeah, like the first Darth Bane novel, um, he, you know, he's doing some hard labor, and it's kind of like a Mustafar-like world. Okay. And there's bars and games, and it's rough and tumble, and I, you know, I, I... I I, I I can do sometimes rough. You know, the roughest I'll go is like the Double Down Saloon in Vegas, uh, which is uh, almost got the only time I've almost been in a fight was like wow. in the Double Down Saloon. And even that's not too bad. Um, so I'd like to go to Mustafar, hang okay. out there for a little bit. You'd but visit Mustafar. Definitely not live there. Now, as far as living, Cloud City is a good answer, but I, I can't take that. I've said Naboo over and over again because Naboo makes sense, it's right? Beautiful. Sure, it's beautiful. Coruscant speaks to me as well. But I'll tell you what. I, I will change it up, and I will say I would like to live on Camino. Oh. What? Camino. Why? Yeah, because I like rain. Okay, wow. I'm not an ocean person, but I grew up in Pismo Beach, California, so I could see the ocean from my house. Okay. So I could get used to that. Um, and much like Cloud City, it's got it's it's this big giant 
Tobiko world there. City, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lama Sue and everyone seem they seem very nice. <laughs> yeah, but they are they are lying to you. So they're you would be able to yeah, I indulge paranoia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I could hang out with the clones as they, oh, yeah. as they function. Um, you know, you could travel. Maybe yeah. much like Django didn't hang out there all the time. No. Now, if you lived there, yeah, would you? If Lamasu got drunk one night mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and said, "You know what? Let's sneak in. I'm gonna make a clone of you." Yeah. Would you want to be cloned? Yes. Yes. One of my favorite movies. Of, of, <laughs> no hesitation. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because I'll tell you, one of, one of my favorite movies of all time is is and it's not a great movie, but it's it's a funny movie, and I love Michael Keaton. It's multiplicity. Oh, okay. Michael Keaton. You know, I like pizza. Um, I could get behind this idea of I'm gonna nap. You go out and do all my duties. Mm. Okay, yeah. I, like I can get behind that. Yeah. yeah. Now, I don't want to see myself. I have enough trouble seeing, like, pictures, <laughs> like, from behind. Who is that fat guy? Oh, it's me. But, um, you know, it's like Colin Quinn's old joke. But you ever see a picture of yourself in white shorts from behind? You're like, who's that fat guy? Oh, it's, oh, it's me. So I'd be worried about the clone. Okay. Uh, but send him out to the world. I'd be okay with it. Camino. Yeah. I'll live in Camino. Okay, I think those wow. are great answers that you would uh, visit Mustafar, <laughs> you would live in Camino, and you would have a clone who couldn't uh, ever be in your presence, yes. which I'm all on board with. Yes. I think that's great. Go out and do my work. <laughs> Leave my meals outside my door. I don't want to look door. at you. I don't want to look at you. Just a man clone. trying to make his way through the universe. Don't show me my the profile, God. my own clone, you <laughs> asshole. Uh, great question. Uh, we move on to Cookbook 500. It's a great Cookbook name. 500 is great. And uh, this is our one serious question, but mm. actually makes sense with our Wookiee teenies. And Cookbook 500 says, Am I the only one who wants to see Chewie get one on one revenge time on Kylo Ren? <laughs> in episode eight, <laughs> you know we're celebrating Star Wars, but yeah. let's let's go to the dark side. Let's go dark. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't think you're the only one cookbook. Uh, I think there's got to be some more people out there. I've never really thought about it in those terms, but I've always thought about it in the terms that uh, Chewie had to have spent time with. Ben. Yes, yeah. exactly. And there were some memes that came out after the movie, some artwork, some fan art of like a young, a, a young Ben on Chewie's knee yeah. and all that kind of stuff. I, f- I think, I think Chewie fully understands that moment and what it meant to have not only Han die but Ben Solo do it. Mm. And I wonder if he would want that revenge or be able to enact that revenge. Oh, yeah. that's a great point. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Mr. 500, Mrs. 500, Ms. 500, whoever Cookbook 500 is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, yeah, I think this is a great question. The, the thing that immediately popped to my mind is uh, just like almost the jokey like line mm-hmm. to get in, to get yeah. revenge on Kylo Ren. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the problem is so many people yeah. would want revenge on Kylo Ren. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I would love to see that because I think there is something powerful in the fact that Chewbacca does not pause in shooting him. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. right. Uh, and you get the sense that, oh, he, he, he hit him from a great distance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he wasn't shooting to wing. He was yeah. shooting to end him. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Right. Your passion but, took over Chewie in that moment. Mm-hmm. I, I do feel like I don't think he can be the only one to take revenge. No. I think it almost has to be like an assist. You know, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. maybe like you know, with uh, R2 in, in Jedi, you know, throwing Luke the lightsaber, kind of that same thing. Maybe he's throwing the lightsaber to Rey. 
Mm-hmm. And Ray takes the revenge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, because who's going to take revenge? Leia? No, that's, no. Her, that's her son. Luke? Yeah, Ray's Luke? fine, but yeah, Ray might be learning not to do things yeah. like take right. revenge. Right, so it's complicated. It's a complicated... there's a new form of Jedi. And there's a new form of a Jedi that's <laughs> a Jedi with an asterisk. Oh, yeah. boy, yeah. Here <laughs> we revenge go. is fine now. Um, um, okay. I would like it, you know, here's, here's, here's my final answer, Cookbook 500. I would like it if Chewbacca grabbed Kylo Ren and uh, did everything he could to make Kylo cry. Oh. Because I like that, I think, that. would be the ultimate revenge because Kylo wants to prove he's so tough. Mm. Yeah. If Chewbacca could appeal to, like, what, look what you've become. <laughs> but what? in Wookiee, have you become? <laughs> <laughs> Great stuff. Uh, That's a good question. Uh, yeah, Jennifer, question. you have any, any any final thoughts on that one? No, but I do. There is something to be said about not seeing Chewie, you know, kill him or mm-hmm. do revenge. I mean, I think that it's important that Chewie is still a hero. Yeah. We don't want to see him go there. Yeah. So that's yeah. why I'm saying like an assist would be, yeah. that'd be all right. I, is, I'd accept that. It's beautiful. It's yeah. the complexity, I think, of the story they've crafted is that we can imagine all of our heroes wanting revenge and not wanting to take it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Uh, so now that we have uh, had a serious question, we will mm-hmm. uh, go back towards the light with a super, super ridiculous question for our final question. This fr- comes from Taryn the Taryn at Taryn underscore Barker on Twitter. And Taryn the Taryn says, pick five Star Wars characters in form of volleyball team. Who is the coach? I love this. <laughs> I love it. Okay. All right. Uh, okay. who, who wants to go first? Uh, Jen- you, Jennifer, yeah. were you making notes? You were making notes earlier. I was you? making notes. I heard you mumbling to yourself. Yeah. All right. Volleyball team. All right. You, you, I'm going to drain my Wookiee teeny. And okay. you go ahead. So I'm going to say Qui-Gon. Ray. I was going to say original trilogy Luke, but then I said, no, I'm going to do Poe. Ooh. Okay. okay. Poe. Of course, Chewie for mm. height. Oh, that's good. And Mon Mothma for her height as well. I do think that it's important to have tall people on this yeah, team. Yeah, sure. But I, th- I think that it's important. So I was like, who's going to be the leader? And it could either be Qui-Gon just because I think he has a lot of experience playing volleyball. <laughs> I, think, I think that he's going to know some tricks. You know, he's not going to totally play fair. Uh-huh. No, no, a little bit of tricks. Or it could be Poe, because yeah. Poe is going to be the one that's, be, come on, guys, you know, the rallying, right. rallying everyone together. Okay. So you get a player coach. Right. Okay. So right. you're giving the coachship to Poe? I, yeah. yeah. I, I almost seem like LeBron James, you know, yeah, really kind of like motivating oh, people. Oh, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, Grab yeah. you by the tank top and be like, mm, you look good today. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, good job. I know you dropped the ball, but I could yeah. see you were trying hard. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Positivity. <laughs> yes. Positivity. Okay. All right. Joseph? Or? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I can do it. I okay. can do it. Yeah. Uh, now, Jennifer, you and I were, uh, oh, we were in sync on, on the Qui-Gon. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Now, Qui-Gon is not one of my players. Uh, he is my coach. Oh, he's your coach. Mm-hmm. Qui-Gon is my coach. And for almost the same reason, if I have seen any Star Wars haircut that says, I play volleyball topless on the beach, <laughs> it's Qui-Gon's haircut. <laughs> uh, and also, I was thinking that, like, yeah, he's going to be supportive. He's going to be kind. He's going to be like, just whatever you do is right. It's uh. fine. Breathe. Just breathe. But then also, if there's something that, like, uh, there's a, a coin that needs to be flipped. <laughs> he will change the result with the force. Without a doubt. He will change that chance cube to, uh, actually, our team is going first. Uh, and then I went all height. I went crazy on height for the most part. Uh, I picked Embo from the Clone Wars. Oh, yeah. So he's got, uh, he is tall. He is a Kyozo. He's the, the same species as Zuvio. He's got the big uh, circular disc hat. Oh, yeah. 
that he can throw, but like, uh, man, you, you can head things in volleyball, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can. Uh, well, well, not really. Really. More yeah. soccer. Like soccer yeah. But, but yeah, in space could. volleyball, Absolutely. Star Wars space volleyball, space volleyball sure. he's got that head. He's, he yeah. can use his, uh, but yeah, but he's he's fast and efficient and cool. Uh, and then I just went for pure height, uh, Jarl Poof. Oh, yeah. I mean, he, he can <laughs> see great. things coming. His head's, he's, that Jarl Poof's going to get hit in the face with the ball a lot because his yeah. head's just up there bobbing around. Uh, and then, oh man, it's such a Wookiee themed episode. I went with Chewbacca's wife, Molotobuk. Why? <laughs> why? No, why not Chewie? <laughs> because uh, I felt like Chewie gets enough attention in oh, my okay. imaginary uh, uh, volleyball game. Uh-huh. You know, the other thing is, Mala is a super understanding wife where she's like, uh, some random Corellian rescued you, and now you feel that it is your duty to leave us for years at a time? <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm going to go out and have some fun. Yeah. Mala's earned some fun on this volleyball team. I like that. Uh, and then uh, I wanted to have someone short because I don't think it should be all about tall. <laughs> so I picked Chopper. <laughs> Chopper. Really? Okay, really short. Chopper, he could have some little, you know, appendages that flop out. He could have a volleyball slapping appendage. He would play dirty. I can see him playing dirty. Oh, he, yes. would, play, he would play real dirty. Yeah. He's yeah, you need someone like that on your team. Come to love that farting sociopath so much. Uh, and then, you know, I just, I needed to end crazy. Uh, and I thought, like, well, what is a, what is someone or something that just has a, limbs everywhere, limbs everywhere to slap volleyballs? And I went, Rathtar. Oh, oh my wow. Yeah. Okay. So a lot for, Qui-Gon wow. would have to, like, use the force <laughs> yeah. to control the Rathtar so it yeah. doesn't... <laughs> Eat Yarl Poof. Right. Fair enough. But it could Fair happen. Enough. A lot of personalities okay. on good, that good. team. Good, good, good. This is a great. This is a great question, uh, Taran. Um, I went with. Uh, we all we all know height is is key, but yeah. I, I also want athleticism if I'm drafting mm-hmm. a team. Yeah, um, so uh, number one, uh, number one pick is uh, Kylo Ren. Oh, really? Kylo's got to be a good athlete. All oh, right. Yeah. And he, oh, okay. He's tall. Adam Driver's tall. Kylo Ren's tall. And he's got that fire like some athletes mm-hmm. have, you know. And, and, and sometimes, you know, like a John McEnroe uh-huh. or, uh, you know, the uh, Apollo Neal from the Yankees. You the love to 90s. hate him vibe. Yeah, just like intense. You know, and I get it sometimes too intense, but it's like you need that guy who's just like, we got to win. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Traitor. Mm-hmm. If you don't. <laughs> um, so Kylo Ren. Number two, Ara Singh. Oh. Ara Singh, tall. Slender volleyball like yes. build. Yeah, uh, I think she'd be really good. Good, con- well conditioned bounty hunter and athlete. And she's got yeah. them long, nimble fingers. Yes. <laughs> uh, number three. When I, when I think of uh, volleyball, I think of beach volleyball. When I think of beach volleyball, I think of Top Gun. So I'm gonna want a good pilot on my team uh-huh. who can wear short shorts, and that's Wedge Antilles. Oh. Yeah. All right. Intense, quiet Wedge uh, in some short shorts, uh, uh, spiking the ball. Uh, setting up, you know, because again, height is height is important, but you sometimes need tinier guys yeah. to, to set up the ball there. And that is Wedge's right. lot in life: yeah. spiking for spiking. other for other people mm, or so setting true. for uh, the spike. My number fourth pick is uh, same thing, but she brings some inspiration and some really good athletic skills, and maybe a jetpack. And that's Sabine Wren. Nice, Ooh. yeah. I want Sabine on the team. She's a good presence, a good leader, uh, de facto on the field coach. She's not my coach, but um, uh, much like her and her and Wedge could be setting up the ball in the back. Yeah, yeah. So when you're setting up the ball in the back, you need someone to spike that ball. You need someone to get it over the net. And there is no one I want more to do that <laughs> than Jar Jar Binks. Oh, I see he was almost on my team. Yep. Almost. But he, right. he's so clumsy. He's clumsy, yes. But have you seen his vertical leap? Have yeah, you seen him right. dive into the water? It's extremely right. high. And yeah. his screams would distract his opponents. You're so right. Because he would jump and scream when yeah. he didn't need to. And yeah. every once in a while he would take the volleyball in the, in the 
little Gungan crotch. Yeah. <laughs> he's good. He relief. And and here's the thing, he's clumsy, yes, but if if he if he misses if he misses the spike with his hand, he's he can hit it with his ears. Yeah, yep. oh my god. And his gosh. ears and my coach, it, it I'd be remiss if I didn't mention him uh, again. It would be Admiral Raddus. <laughs> In that little chair on the sidelines. Oh, my god! Spike the ball over the net. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we've got to get together. Right. Probe that net. Probe that net. Yeah. Uh, Admiral Raddus is my coach in life and in Star Wars volleyball. <laughs> That's good. Well, thank That's you all great. so much for these really great fan questions. You guys have sent in so many questions we haven't even had to ask in a little while. I'm sure we'll be asking again soon, and you know, we'll be grabbing some from the good old Patreon. But thank you always so much for the great mix of serious, introspective, deep-diving questions and absolute absurdity. And I think that is the sweet spot that Force Center lives in. So thank you <laughs> for giving us both. I would love to see some fan art of our volleyball team. Oh, oh my God. gosh. I love that. would that. be elaborate. Elaborate. A series of t-shirts possibly yeah. available on yeah. T-Public. <laughs> Guys, that is our May the 4th celebration. Big announcements, stiff drinks, and fun conversation. <laughs> That's what we like to do here. In the Star Wars world. Uh, uh, seriously, guys, uh, Force Center continues to grow, and it's going to grow with your help. We love doing the show. We love celebrating Star Wars with you guys. We cannot do it without you. It means so much when you tweet us, and it means so much when you follow us on Twitter. We're trying to get to 2,000 followers. You can follow us at Force Center Pod on Facebook. We are trying to get to 1,000 likes. Uh, go ahead and the, uh, like the official Facebook page of Force Center. And, Joseph, we cannot forget iTunes. That's right, uh, because iTunes strangely has changed its name. iTunes has become the George Lucas of podcast delivery and has changed its name to Apple Podcasts. iTunes right. colon oh. special edition. Yes, you're right. Apple Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. which Podcasts. is weird. Something anyway. Apple Pie. Yeah, well, maybe that's why. Mm. It's like putting a pie in your ears, folks. Apple yes. Podcasts. But yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, it's great when we pop up into the top 200 of TV and film, uh, and that really helps with their mysterious algorithms if you keep rating and reviewing on Apple Podcasts. And the reviews are great, but rating is just, like, just hitting them stars. Yeah. So that's our message today. Hit them stars. And as of uh, today, Jennifer, our Patreon page is live. Woohoo! Right? Yes! And if you uh, get uh, the highest reward is Jennifer makes you a Wookiee teeny. <laughs> I'm kidding. Maybe not kidding. We can do yes. a Google Hangout. Uh, Google Hangout. <laughs> yeah. Eight million Republic credits. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah, yes. and you can. The Patreon is uh, Patreon.com/slash/forcecenter, and it's also available uh, right on our main Podomatic page. You can click through. Absolutely, guys. That is it. I cannot wait to be with you guys next year on May the fourth as Force Center moves on. So many things to come in this Star Wars fandom and universe. We love celebrating with you. So until next time, for Jennifer, for Joseph, for for Saw Gerrera, Mon Mothma, and Admiral Akbar, and the drinks we had today. We'll see you next time. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.